Hello, everybody. I'm Abby Lee Miller, and welcome back to Leave It on the Dance Floor. Wait till you see who I have here. It's not a dance mom. It's not a dancer. It has nothing to do with the TV show. Well, that TV show. No. I have the one, the only, Crystal Hefner. Yes. You don't think I have cool friends in LA, and I do. <laughs> Welcome, sweetie. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You are so, just absolutely beautiful. You too. So it, oh, thank you. Well, I was putting my makeup on in the car, and I thought, hmm. I'm sitting next to Crystal Hefner. Why am I even bothering? Who cares? <laughs> you're, so, Who cares? you're so sweet. <laughs> but I just want you to, I know you hear you're beautiful, you're beautiful. And men probably tell you that every single day, a hundred times a day. But you are a beautiful person. When we are out in in public, when we're out going to a restaurant or on the street, whatever, you are the one that makes sure I can get off the curb. You are the one that makes sure I get off the curb safely. You are the one that makes sure I can get into the restaurant. You are the one that moves the chairs around and makes sure that I can get at the table. You are very, very thoughtful inside. You're beautiful inside. You. Yes. You know, that other heathen that's out with us all the time, she's just walking ahead <laughs> like she doesn't even care if I ever get up on the curb or not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so cute. Yeah. So, uh, all right. That, that so, is, I have to start. So sweet. You're I, so sweet. That's so sweet. I'm I mean, so sweet. I never thing, hear that. Nobody ever tells me that. I mean, the things that, you know, the things in your daily life that you have to adjust on top of completely being mobbed. I don't know. Like, everywhere we go, just Abby is mobbed by everybody. I haven't seen anything like it. You can't get out of here. <laughs> Before. Uh, How many TV shows have you been on? Just the girls next door. But Okay, but still, <laughs> you don't just get mobbed by... Hot guys in general? No, I wish. Where are they? Cool. Yeah, I yes. saw um, Kim Kardashian. She just started the men's line, and her like male models are so sexy. And, and I'm like, I got oh. everything. You I did. Have, <laughs> I got it all. It's all amazing. Skims men, not sponsored. Love them. Skims, love skims. men. <laughs> and those men are so hot. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Is, did she make this just so she could be around? And yes, meet, she did. Meet a new boyfriend. She she needs one, doesn't she? I think so. Yeah, it's been a hot time. minute. It's been a hot minute for Kim. Kim, get yeah. on that. Yeah, but Crystal, it's so funny that you mentioned how it's so mobbed for Abby. Like, literally, you should imagine walking through Times Square with her. Oh, my it's gosh. Like I, can't you, I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that. It's insane. And now that I'm in a wheelchair, the kids are on my level. They're lower. So they make eye contact with me. And then, <laughs> you and have then no chance. I just shot a YouTube video. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a full video or if it's just real about how to approach someone to ask for a photograph because oh, so the kids good. chase me through the mall and it's scary. Yeah. I don't know if they're cute little girls chasing me through the mall or whatever, you know, and they're behind me and I don't have great peripheral vision with the chair and the headdress. So it's, it's a pain in the ass, but I'm glad you're, you know, making people aware and helping people and letting them know what they should do. Yeah. Because, because the kids do. just come up and to my face forward and say, they do. They just, they stand like next to me. I'm on the phone. I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on my phone with an attorney having a private conversation, right? In a corner somewhere. And there's four kids standing there listening to me. Like they would never think to walk away and come back when I hang up. No. Yeah. But anyway, you're very I am, approachable. I am, I am approachable. That's the thing. And they want to get yelled at. I, <laughs> I really think they do. They want me to yell at them so they can say, Abby Lee Miller yelled at me. It's like a thing. Yeah. Whatever. Well, well that's All right. cool. So <laughs> I have to ask you first and foremost, did you dance as a child? I did not. <sighs> I know. I did not at all. Your mom and dad had this beautiful little girl and you didn't go to dancing school? I didn't. I wish I did because I think I would be more coordinated. Like coordinated or more outgoing. Yes. More expressive. Oh, <laughs> You'd have the face, <laughs> facial expressions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm learning the dance world kind of through you and talking to you and seeing the things that you're doing and the people that you're teaching. So many people. Yeah, I just did a tour uh, in the UK and the numbers are in and I taught 3,172. Wow. 
Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's good. It's great. It's great that that many kids dance. But I just think every child should dance is spatial awareness. You know, like boys, they bend over in the middle of the sidewalk and tie their shoe. And people fall over them. Like they don't know to step aside. <laughs> they don't know, like just weird things like that. And I, and I also think. Wait, dance teaches you that? To, yeah, like, spa- spatial awareness. Yes. And yeah. also, I think when kids are just, let's say in school, you're valedictorian. Were you the valedictorian? No. Okay. So getting on stage or at commencements to give a speech, a kid that was in a recital every year of their life, you know, it, it's no big deal to get on stage and speak. And yeah, other kids are frightened to speak in public yeah. or to step up on a stage or a platform or go behind a podium. You're like freaked out. But kids that dance, it's like nothing. Yes. Yes. I was definitely the freaked out kid. Did you ever meet Heidi Klum? No. Okay. So Heidi's kids danced at my studio in LA and uh, she's four children, lovely kids. And her daughter, Lainey, was on my competition team. So when Lainey uh, recently, like a year ago, did her first big runway show, I believe it was in Germany. She just did it. It was, you know, she got rave reviews, flying colors. And her mother (laughs) said, I can't believe you weren't nervous. And she's like, mom, I danced for Abby. This is nothing. I had to walk down, turn around, and walk back. Do you know how many routines I had to know and how many things I had to remember? Yeah. She's like, that's nothing. And, and Heidi gave me a lot of credit in the press. So that was very nice of her. That is very, very nice. But I do think so much- kids that dance get it. Yeah. Awareness, spatial awareness, like body awareness. I remember you told me um, that Taylor Swift kind of her feet. Can I say that? <laughs> the Taylor Swift is pigeon toe? Yeah, she can say that. And her but, boyfriend's a much better dancer. Let's leave it at that. He's a good dancer? He's a great dancer. Okay. So, yeah. So maybe if she danced more or how, how do you fix that? Mm, it's too late. Okay. I don't think she's worried about it. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's her top priority right now. Uh, however, I, I think she does probably think she should have danced. As a kid, you know, they had her slumped over that guitar playing and the keyboard. Like she was, it was that. And I loved her music then. Like that's, that's the Taylor Swift that I fell in love with, you know? And then I produced a song for one of the kids on Dance Moms, Kendall. It was called Wear Em Out. And Taylor Swift was on the iTunes charts for 15 weeks straight or something. And we bumped her. Oh my gosh. That's my my Taylor Swift story. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'm a Swifty or not. So, yeah, I don't know. Eh, It's fun. Good for her. She's getting up there. She's not a kid anymore. Yeah, I don't know. So, take me through your life story. You didn't dance. So, you didn't grow up in a dance studio. You didn't compete. I should have, but I did not. Okay. So, what did you do? Um, I don't know. I feel... (laughs) Uh, my parents came from England when I was young, and Do you, yeah. were you born in England? Um, I was actually born in America because they wanted me to be a citizen. Okay, and then we went back to England for a while. My parents ran a pub. Oh, and we eventually moved to San Diego. So I was kind so of you can make a beach. drink. Yeah, <laughs> pour a beer. They're, I mean, in England, what is it like Guinness and yes. yeah, <laughs> pour you a beer. You see babies in bars. Yeah, there like a a toddler sitting at the bar. Yeah, I was definitely a young kid in a bar. We lived upstairs. and oh, That's a nice upbringing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so, fun. That's it's fun. so random. It's different. You know, there's people all around. And, yes. Um, then we went to San Diego. And Why did they choose San Diego? The weather? The weather. I was just there. I came home sick as a dog. Oh, no. They're the only... My, my, so my friends in England that are with me all the time, like the tour people, they're the only people in my life that don't give a damn about used up Kleenexes everywhere. Oh, like, really? There's Kleenexes everywhere around me. Always Kleenexes. And here, my friends here are like, ah! yeah, they freak yeah. out about it and everything. And over there, it's nothing because they have a Kleenex too. It's yeah. Everybody sniffles all the time. It's rainy. It's wet. It's cold. It's Pittsburgh. Yeah. I was Lemmy always. Pittsburgher. Yeah. Yes. I was always sick as a kid. So I understand. Yes. You, you were? Yeah. Yeah. Same in thing. England. Yeah. Just, just. So San Diego, you're not sick anymore. Not How sick anymore. How old are you at this point? Eight, I think. Oh, eight. Okay. Yeah, I still didn't start dancing then. So I did you surf? Did you? No, I didn't. Play I don't think soccer. No, not really. But Crystal, what did you do? 
don't know. I feel like my parents were just trying to like survive. So I think that's hard enough. And, and they picked an expensive place to I move. I know they did. They so they had to work extra hard. But yeah, and my you have siblings. I have two older sisters. Oh, they didn't dance either. So we're all like awkward and yeah. Fancy. Clumsy. Yes. yes. So your two older sisters, where what do they do now? Where are they? Um, they live in Idaho and South Carolina. We're very different. And We're are very they different. gorgeous? They are, yes. You thought about that before <laughs> you said it? <laughs> they wouldn't say that themselves. Like they yeah, they're um sixteen and eighteen years older than me. So Oh. Yeah. Siblings are hard. Do you have siblings? Nope. I'm an only child. You are? I am. Wow. Yes. That's cool. I think also that's why I was always outgoing and bossy because my mom and dad were older when they had me. Now it's not old. They were 38 when they had me. Um, and that's nothing now. But back then, something, it was, it was, <laughs> that was old. So uh, they always raised me like they weren't going to be around very long. Oh, yeah. Like to be very independent. Yeah. Think my, for myself. My mom was the same Open age. my mouth, ask questions. Yes. Older. when she had you she had my sisters when she was 16 and 18 because i guess in england you finish school and you just get married yes and then me when she was like 30 late 30s okay you were an accident <laughs> i don't know she Are, wanted a boy oh so, okay yeah. are your mom and dad still living uh my mom is living so okay. do you right. still have your parents no no, no. no they both passed Re recently or no my dad was 72 my mom was 86 uh my dad died of esophageal cancer it's rough and he tried everything he did every experimental thing we were like ugh, it was a guinea pig we used to have an ambulance come pick him up to take him to chemo like we were nuts i don't know what we were thinking and then when my mom was diagnosed with colon cancer she did not want to fight she did not want to do anything because she saw what it was like with my dad and i was shooting a show you know 12 hours a day every day I put her in a home right next to the dance studio so I could just go there at night. Yeah. Let's not talk. It, it was rough. It was rough. It was rough. Then my dog died on the show, too. That's another thing. That was, like, worse than my mom and dad, my dog, because it was so unexpected. It was just, like, out of nowhere. You know, when you're, when it, you know, your mom and you're with the doctors and you kind of know what to expect and what's going to happen and this and that, and you don't want to see them suffer. Yeah. But the dog was just, then the TV show producers made me put, a fake dog thing in a blanket what? in my stroller and wheel it like she was still alive oh. to get this scene. It was, I was so out of it. It was disgusting. They were disgusting people. I don't think, yeah, that's yeah. not, that's not really not your, fair. You've had your <laughs> that's traumatic. share of TV producers, I'm sure. Yeah, horrible ones. The one from the girls next door died. Um, All right, so we're back you're in san diego you're eight you do nothing absolutely nothing <laughs> i don't know this kid just hangs out she sits on her front steps i don't know what you do okay so Apparently. school favorite subject in school probably english least favorite math and then okay. then i ended up studying psychology at san diego state okay and i was like one semester shy of getting my bachelor's in psychology when i went to the playboy mansion Okay. So I need well, that you should have automatically got it. You should get a, you should get a, a, a honorary degree <laughs> yeah. because of the psychology you had to deal with with those people, right? Yeah. Am I right? All the that psychology. Should be honorary degree. Honorary degree. Psychology of the mansion. Okay. So you're 21. Did you just pack your bags and say, you know, I'm going to go knock on their door and see what's happening? No. Uh, no, I was. So, and I, was be, I'm gonna, I don't know if any of my students' parents that are listening. Like back in the Berg, I have, I don't know if your kids ever told you this, but I took your children to the Playboy Mansion, just so you know. What? I, yes, <laughs> I took your kids to the Playboy Mansion and we pulled up and we got out of the car and they did dance poses in front of the mansion. Really? For picture, we took pictures. It was like a sightseeing thing, of course. It, they weren't little kids. <laughs> they were teenagers. They were probably 14, 16, 18 in there yeah i mean that makes sense uh people would write letters to hef that were very young younger than that no no they didn't want to go i was like we're going to the mansion <laughs> we're going to the playboy mansion we went to one of the girls names was hackett her last name was hackett katie hackett so we went to buddy hackett's house and she did 
aerials in the front oh, yard and we cute. took pictures and then like we were like uncle buddy maybe he'll come out you can say i'm yeah i can remember me and then uh we went to the playboy mansion in the rock there's a there's a camera or there's cameras yeah and there's a voice that comes out of the rock yeah like a speaker in the rock it's very weird and the speaker said move away from the gate <laughs> and i said but we have these talented kids don't you want to see them no, they're too young. Yeah. It was funny though. It was like, it wasn't a recording. It was somebody actually talking to us. Yeah, there was a security booth and they they monitor that front, that front. They opened the gate for people who were coming in. And so they saw you and they're probably realizing like, oh, the kids are not 18 yet. So, but I'm sure when they were, I would love to see all the dancing. Yeah, they were, I mean, acrobatics, <laughs> grabbing their legs. They were doing it all. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember the Golden Girls house when we went? Yes. And the same thing happened. <laughs> the same thing happened. Remember, they were like, no. And we just took pictures anyway. We didn't The care. Golden Girls house. <laughs> That's yes. cool. Yes. Very cool. That's fun. You're in San Diego. You're at San Diego State. Were you partying? Were you party girl? Uh, I started getting into modeling. I would work at Comic-Con as like G.I. Jane and dress up as different things like that. And for, for me, I'm like, wow, $600 a day. That's amazing. And Ooh, um, that's for a kid in college. Yeah. 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 600 definitely. bucks a day. Yeah. You could be waiting tables or working in the bookstore and not make that. <laughs> yes, for sure. So yeah. I thought it was cool. And then some friends I modeled with, um, told me I should submit a photo to go to the party at the Playboy mansion. Oh, to go to a party. Yes. That's how it party. started. Mm. So then they answered you. Yeah. I, didn't think I would get picked. I didn't think I was pretty enough, but I submitted my photos anyway, and they picked me. Okay. And Do you have friend. those photos? Yes, somewhere. You, uh, somewhere? Were they like in a bathing Embarrassing. suit? Embarrassing, yes. T-shirt? Like or... bathing suit, trying to be cool and cute, and it was it's embarrassing. But it was about. not about meeting half. It was about going to the party, being yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Right, I wanted going to go to, to a party. party. I've so, heard of Playboy, Pam Anderson. Yeah. Like, wow, these people are powerful and beautiful and fun yeah it all could, seems very fun if i could be around it and like experience it experience it that would be cool okay so did your mom and dad know this that you did this no Ooh. Okay. <laughs> by that time i just had had i just had my mom so okay okay um, so and you and you didn't tell your mother i didn't tell her until i got selected oh go. okay okay and then and you she's said, cool. I said, I got invited to go to the Playboy Mansion. And she's like, oh, I could have been a bunny. There's a Playboy Club in London. And she lived in England. So she's like, oh, I could have been a bunny. And I went to the Playboy Club once. And she was thrilled. All right. This is not about me talking about it. I have to tell another story. So <laughs> we were in Atlantic City, New Jersey, right? Atlantic City once. We didn't go there often, but we were there. My dad loved to gamble. And... So he was playing Baccarat in the in the casino, right? And like the separate room that's up there, the big deal, you know. And he must have hit big. And we stayed a couple extra days at the, and we were at the Playboy Club. Oh, Atlantic City Playboy it, Club? Yes, Atlantic City Playboy. That's where we stayed in that hotel. Oh my and God. And they had these halved pineapples. It was a big pineapple and it was halved and all the stuff was cut out and it had ambrosia in it. Do you know what ambrosia is? It's yeah, like the marshmallows yeah, and the coconut yeah, and like the fruit. apples and grapes. Mm, no? No. <laughs> Maraschino cherries, pineapple, <laughs> coconut. Okay. okay. So it's in this like fluff and it was in this. How do I remember that? Of all things, I don't remember... My number, my dad used to play on the numbers, you know, on the lottery. I can't remember anything that would be useful. No, I remember that at the Playboy Club. Wow. And I thought I was fancy. I was like 12 or 13. That's really cool. Yes. I always get emails and direct messages online from kids and parents asking if I can record a short video, wishing someone a happy birthday a milestone congratulations on a special achievement, or even just my advice before performing at a competition. With Cameo, my followers, the ALDC elites, have the chance to connect with me directly. Looking to have Abby Lee's last word as you enter an exciting moment of your life, maybe put you, your friend, or a special someone at the top of the pyramid, or do you want them at the very bottom? Anything is possible on Cameo. Connect with me from anywhere on the globe at Cameo 
cameo.com backslash the real Abby Lee. That's cameo.com backslash the real Abby Lee. The sky's the limit on cameo. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. I never, yeah, I never heard of, I'd heard of them, but I never been there to those clubs. I think okay. they, they shut down. But yeah, they were big hotels though. Big hotels. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. Um, so you go to the party. Go to the party. I have a lot of party questions. <laughs> have you been to the the parties? Playboy Mansion? No, Crystal, I haven't been to the I parties. Didn't know. I, don't I couldn't know. even get past the rock outside. <laughs> have I been to the parties? Okay. You're so, Abby Lee. Like. Well, yeah. So my friends, I don't know if I should say their name on here. Amanda Chang. Amanda Chang. Okay. She's a book author. She's a big shot. Legally blonde. The most... Well, let me just say, if I had one hand to the people that have been kind to me in L.A., she's first. When my book came out, she threw a book party for me, and she had books that were 10 feet tall with my cover on them on either side of a stage in her backyard for me to give a book talk and do a book signing. She, She puts on the most amazing parties. Not parties like at halves, but little girl parties. She has a bunch of daughters, and they're wonderful. And one of them owns a bookstore, actually. Okay, so because we're going to get to your book, but uh, she—they live right around the corner from the mansion. It's a okay. different street name, though. So when you pass the mansion on your left and you go up around the bend, then there's another street. It turns yeah. into okay. So they when they bought the house, when they looked at the house, they didn't know that the mansion, the Playboy Mansion, was three houses away around the corner. They had no clue. Until it was Halloween time. And all these girls dressed in skimpy Halloween costumes, gorgeous girls, started knocking on their door. And her husband, who is fabulous, Brandon Chang. Come on in. Let me get you a drink. Oh my Come on in. She is very straight laced and all her, her tops are up to here. And she's, oh, oh, oh my God. No, no, no. And, and she wanted to move and everything. He was like, oh no. Uh-uh. This is fabulous. Oh yeah. my gosh. It's yeah. a funny story. But I can see anyway, how they okay. would mistake. So we're at the party. Did anybody ever drown in the pool? Um, Not that I know of. But... <laughs> Possibly. Someone did pass away, but um, not, technically not on the property. They moved the body. <laughs> the guy who had crashed the party and they were trying to chase him and he climbed a tree to fell, fell on the golf course side. Okay. Yeah. And that's how he got hurt was when he fell? Yeah. Oh. So not in the pool? Not in the pool. Okay. So answers, nobody drowned in the pool. Nobody drowned All in right. The pool. Here's my other question. <laughs> Did the pool have a handicap chairlift to get into it? And it did not. It should have. It did not. That pool was kind of old and gross. And it just looked good for pictures. It just looked good for pictures. And they, (laughs) you know, they say like the grotto and all this, you could swim underneath from the grotto to the pool. And I tried that and it's like a rock tunnel and I like hit my head halfway through. Like, oh, do I try and keep going or do I turn around? And it was, um, that pool was a bit of a disaster and a hazard for everybody. Okay. So now you go to the party. Mm -hmm. Are you with these girlfriends? Did any friends get picked? One girlfriend. She got picked too. Yes. One very extroverted girlfriend, (laughs) which was very helpful for me. Oh, okay. Because you were like the shy friend that stood behind her. Yes. Okay. All right, so you walk in. We walk in, music's going, everything's great. We're looking around, there's cabanas with people like drinking and beautiful women and all the cabanas. See, I just want to ask about the food. I don't remember the food. They're like passing stuff around. They should have had the pineapples. Yeah, was there hors (laughs) d'oeuvres? I don't remember. Maybe like mini hamburgers and things like that. Sliders. Sliders. Come on, Hef. Come on, Hef. <laughs> Slider things. I mean, I'm sure like Hef wasn't interested in the food either. So No, I, I know. It seems like not a food kind of party. <laughs> not a food kind of party. Uh, Hence the reason I wasn't there. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so 
there was a big empty cabana and the candles were flickering like oh why is no one in there and we saw like from the house this big crowd of people coming out and my friend was like oh Hugh Hefner's coming like wow like I never seen a celebrity before in my life and I'm like whoa like this let's so she grabbed my hand and grabbed my arm and we just went over to like this crowd of people okay and they it's like security and girls and Hef and I don't remember who else and they all went to this big cabana and it was roped off like a, like the stanchion and the, uh -huh. the velvet um to keep like us out here yes. and them in there <laughs> it's like the zoo right yes. like we got to observe the animals the peons. Yes. <laughs> yeah. okay. um so my friend like pushed us to the very front of like all the crowd just trying to stare and so we're like right in front of this rope and then we're just watching them and then all of a sudden Hef like looks straight at us partly because my friend's like you know over Obnoxious. here over yes. here yes so he like looks at her and then his like gaze fell right on me so i'm like <laughs> what do I do? I'm standing there in my stupid little French maid outfit. And, oh, yeah. And okay. so then he's like, oh, come here. Like, come on in. And that was it. Like, whatever Hef wanted, Hef got. So everyone, security and everyone just... Came and he, got you? Yeah. He, he wants her to come in here. So Just you, not the me. friend. No, the friend <gasps> somehow... Because it all happened so fast. It's like I left my body. And so... I'm in there and I'm talking and I'm like, oh, my friend's still behind the rope. And is she still your friend? And then I I don't know whatever happened to her to this day. Oh, God. Wow. Because <laughs> I did ask. <laughs> dumps the friend. I did not dump her. You dumped the friend. I asked Hef if she could Why like, you come with Why didn't you grab her us. by the wrist to take her with you? I tried. So Hef invited me into the house afterward and I'm like, oh, can my friend come? And, and it's just, he's just like, no, like. Weren't you afraid? Um, no, no, I should have been. I should have been afraid. Because that's weird, right? Like, no. Like, it's well, like you know, separate. safety in twos, if kids are watching. <laughs> safety in numbers. Safety in and numbers. Do, use the buddy system. Don't dump your friend at the party <laughs> at the Playboy house. <laughs> okay. Yes. So... I don't know what happened. And, and she didn't just get dumped for that night. She got dumped for a marriage and a legacy <laughs> and a whole thing, man. She got kicked well, to the Well, it was worth it. I it was worth it, though. <laughs> I, I, you know? I actually forget her name. <laughs> <laughs> she's Allie in the book, but... You don't think she's really... <laughs> She'll be forever in my heart. <laughs> oh, my God. In so your funny. heart, but not... not I, do, I, had just, I had just met her, so I like didn't oh, know her oh, too she well. She wasn't yeah. like a oh, good okay. friend. No, no, no. We were like new friends. Okay. To the point, I you know I don't remember what her name was. We were new friends, like modeling and stuff. Okay. Oh, then airs. You're good. You're good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, you're not good. <laughs> I would have been a little afraid. Just getting, getting going with the going with half. Yes. I had met a girl Alone. in the cabana that was new as well. Okay. So she right. was, I was kind of with her. So you're kind of just like, oh, this is fun. We'll just see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, never oh, I'm, I'm invited. Thinking, you're going to have a ring on your hand. Oh, never. No. No. Okay. No. So I, I was invited for the weekend, and I end up staying for the weekend. For the weekend? Yes. Okay. <laughs> then, <laughs> Did I'm you like, have enough clothes? I don't know what, what rating the podcast is, but I stayed over for the weekend. Did, was there clothes? Um, no. Or you didn't need clothes? <laughs> Well, we borrowed some of Hef's like silk pajamas the first night. We, yeah, you and this other the, new girl, other new girl, and the twins that lived there at the time. Like okay. they, okay. And um, I realized I had a bag of Goodwill clothing that I was going to donate in your car, in my car that was in the parking garage. So okay. we took a taxi. I didn't know there was a parking yeah. garage, but okay. Yeah, UCLA. You park your car at UCLA, and then you take a shuttle to the Playboy Mansion. Okay. Okay. Um, Good to know. There you go, people. Yeah. Now you know how to get there. <laughs> yeah. Don't try uh, the rock. Don't try the rock. And yeah, so I got a cab. There's no Uber at that time. Right. To pick up my car. So I picked up my car and came back for the weekend. I was afraid that I wouldn't be let back in. And I, I spoke to the rock. Okay. And my name was on the list. And I drove right in and had some clothes and stayed for the weekend and then went back to my lost girl life. <laughs> after that back in san diego oh you did yes and just that was just an experience that was like a college crazy thing that happened to you and on to the next week 
Well, no, I got back and I just kept thinking, how do I, how do I continue my life after that? Like, like I got to experience this place. It, you experience how like the other half live. Like you're like, this is, I, I know. this I is know. crazy. Like it this is. powerful, like half doesn't have to lift a finger and he's just running this like empire. Millions of kids go to bed hungry each night in the U.S. So when I found out about a nonprofit that feeds 5,000 underserved children each night named Katarina's Club, headed by Chef Bruno Serrato, I knew I had to help. After all, who knows kids better than me? He launched Katarina's Club when he found out about California's motel kids. These children are so poor that their entire families live in single-room motels with no kitchens, nowhere to cook, no dinner, so food was a rarity for many of these families. He has been feeding kids, 5,000 kids, every single night since 2005. He even mortgaged his home twice to keep the program going. When his restaurant, Anaheim White House, burned to the ground, he found another kitchen that same day to keep feeding kids without interruption. He has served well over 10 million meals. We are looking for any size donations. After all, a $5 donation feeds a family of four. While food banks are helping ease the crisis, many of these children, often referred to as motel kids, live in cheap, crime-ridden units that do not contain kitchens. Since these families are unable to cook dinner, they depend on already prepared meals like those provided by Katarina's Club. To become involved and make a donation, go to katarinasclub.org backslash donate. Again, that's katarinasclub.org backslash donate. So how's the food once you're in the house? <laughs> the food. Do people eat? Did the girls ever eat or no? Oh, I ate. So... After that weekend, Hef ended up calling me and asking me to move in. So you left school. College will always be there. That's right. I'm, I made the right choice. Yes. Not every, you know, I don't know. I didn't know if I was going to make it. what did right your mom choice. say at this point? She thought it was awesome. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> so I went up and the I food. Mean, let, let's just be honest here. I, I'm, I'll get hate for this, but you could be doing the same thing with some idiot boy at college. Yes. Like, right. Yeah, and I did. Yeah. Okay. So, hanging out. Yeah. And yeah. So, okay. You stepped up. Yeah. All right. Upgrade for sure. Right. So, was there a chef? Yes. Okay. Many chefs or a yes. chef? There Cooks. was even a pastry chef. Oh, pastry chef. I know. For all those skinny girls, nobody even ate. Go yes. Ahead. I know. And well, Hef barely ate. He would take like one bite of cookie and then just leave it. And were the... Were there a lot of other men there? Was the pastry chef a man or a woman? Woman. Woman. I think her name was Brenda, but I'm not sure. You remember the pastry chef, but not the friend that took you there. Okay. Juan was one Good of the chefs. Um, the Juan, head, head chef was Chef Carter. They were men. Men. And it was a restaurant kitchen, and you could order whatever you wanted at any time. Steak and eggs. Any, yeah. So I, a that's, club sandwich. That's what I did. I ordered everything. And I gained 15 pounds, like, straight away. And then that was not okay. <laughs> For you, you didn't feel it was okay or Hef didn't feel it was okay? I have didn't feel it was okay. <laughs> uh, I think the Radio City, you can't gain or lose more than five pounds. What? Mm -hmm. I did not realize that costumes were that much money. Yeah. So go yeah. ahead. Um, was it about the... Oh, so, yeah. So you're in the... So the gardener, the maintenance people, the car mechanics, they're all women? No, no, no. They're Mostly men. men. And there was about 70 staff members. 70? Yeah. Wow. There was every department you could think of. A masseuse, masseur? No, that was missing. I know. Now, did they live at the mansion, all of them? Or did some of them go, some of them would stay? They all went home at night and came back. So All of them? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So at 2 a.m., how did you get something to eat? You just went down to the kitchen and made it. There was a night night chef. A night chef. Yeah, the prep things. And they had a menu for half just in, and they would cook all these things like pot roast and all these different cookies and cakes. 
just in case it was it was strange but it, it was cool i guess that's one of my, my I, that was what i was interested in because you just see everyone and they always have a drink in their hand and they're frolicking in the pool and i'm like do they ever eat what yeah you know, i don't they... think people ate that much there and is there cleaning staff yes so if you awesome. go in the bathroom and your your eyeshadow breaks and it falls all over the floor <laughs> are you down on your hands and knees picking wiping it up I feel like I was I feel like I was because I felt bad and I didn't want people to pick up on my like in a hotel but they they would they would yeah okay all right so now this is my we're gonna this will be like one of the last questions and we can move out of this realm did you have your own room you didn't have your own room at first I did but then I moved into Hef's room but you had you there were plenty of bedrooms so many bedrooms but no privacy there's no always doors. somebody there were doors but you know there would be like shadows of people walking under the doors and you never felt like you could really relax there or have privacy or time to yourself and really real when you're doing your skin routine at night somebody would be hey around Crystal, blah, blah, blah. somebody's yeah. around at all times i recently talked to half son about this and he felt the same way whenever he was there you are there you're living there do you make the decision to move into Hef's bedroom or does he say, I would like you to move into my room? He asked me, but I think I kind of figured out what it took to be, you know, the number one or main girlfriend. Go to all the movie nights and just do whatever he wanted me to do. Movie and, nights? Yes. He was a big movie buff. Yes. Right. See, I love the movies. Yeah. Yeah, I used to go to a movie every Friday night after filming because I needed to escape my reality. And go somewhere else for an hour and a half or two hours. So maybe that's what he was doing. Do you have a favorite? Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite? The way we were. Robert Redford, Barbara Streisand. Because of the love story, or because of like a lot of the men, it's like they portrayed as like macho, and yeah, they could pretend they were like Bogart or right. And that's what he was into. Yeah, lots of classic films. Okay, so did Hef work? Like, did he get on a computer? No. Did he did he have business meetings? I don't know. <laughs> he would go down. He would walk down to the office, and the brown book would come in, which is kind of the it was like the rough layout of. He had a great job, you know. He for a straight man to be looking at naked women photos all day, like that's a, that's a <laughs> that was his job. <laughs> but he did have input. It wasn't like he yeah, was yeah, he was in control. Off and no, he was in control. He was definitely in control, and he got to choose the the playmates, the cartoons that were in the magazine, the articles. And was there ever times when money was rough? Yes, that he was upset about things. That's a great question. Furious at somebody that did something wrong or that something failed that was supposed to be fabulous. Yeah, that's that's a great question. And there were so many times when Playboy would, you know, get close to going out of business and then they would save it. And he had all these um like Picasso, Jackson Pollock, like all these really nice artworks and Dolly. And at one point they had to save the company and like sell them all. And then so replicas came in. and um, So things like that over the years, he had to like keep reviving the company, but eventually he sold the company in 2011. So, but it's so not, it it's, it's not always easy. I mean, people assume things and see things and think things. It's not, it's not all sunshine and lollipops all yeah, the time. Yeah. And that house to run was millions. I think it was like 10 million a year just to run that house. Well, with 70 people. You could have cooked. Do you cook? I love to cook. I love it. But I need all the stuff. Like all the stuff to cook? I need the space and I need the gadgets. I need all the stuff. Do yeah. you have the ga- a lot of the gadgets? No. In storage. Okay. In storage, I do. I, have, I, I just had this conversation with my friend today. Really? Yeah, she's getting married. And I said, well, we need to have a shower. And she said, no, I don't want anything. I said, we need new dishes. Yes, you do. We need new, um, we need a new air fryer. We need this, we need that. She's like, if you buy one more dish, I'm going to kill you because they're all in storage. Yeah, I have okay. a lot of China. I have Waterford, Waterford wow, Crystal and all my stuff. Wow, beautiful. It's all in storage. It's probably all broken by now. But anyway. Bring it, bring it back out of storage sometime. I, well, when I find a new house, I will. Speaking of houses, 
you have a house in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. That's a, a tiny house in Hawaii. That's it's cool. It's on a farm, but it's called a tiny house. Yeah, like it's, on, it's a ti- one of those tiny houses. Yeah, yeah. I won't get in there. It's, it's a little tiny house. I need to. I need to and want to build a regular, nice house there eventually. But I don't know. I need to figure it out. So you bought the land. Bought the land, and I love the land. So I need to be sure of where I want the house. I don't Sit on the land. Disrupt the land too much. Yeah. Well, you need some guy to figure that out. Some landscape architect kind of person that figures all that out yeah, yeah yeah okay so back to the house we're there obviously there's no dancing lessons at the house i had some dancing lessons actually ballroom um there was a there was a dance studio f- floor in the gym yes with mirrors, mirrors and the whole deal yeah and a, and a pole somebody put a pole in there pole dancing okay <laughs> but it's um it's a thing you have to be really strong yeah, so, uh, Sasha from Dancing with the Stars. He's one of the pros. I think you yes. guys know each other. Yes, yes. Uh, he, he came over and gave me a few lessons. Oh. He's very nice. Yes. We've been friends ever since then. Oh, that's, that's great. That's wonderful. Yeah. Okay, so now I did watch the show, Girls Next Door. I was a super fan. Oh, really? Yes. I loved it. Those girls didn't dance either, the original three. No, so how were those original three? They were before you? Yes. Way before, or no? Um, They were moving out when I was moving in, so there was overlap. And why were they moving out? Did Hef just go, you're done, out you go? I think they said they were done, and they just kind of left. I think Holly started dating Chris Angel, Kenja was going to get married, and they all were kind of moving on, and I think Holly went on Dancing with the Stars like right after. She did. Okay, so wait. So they were just moving on. You can do yeah. that. It's not like a cult where you're sucked in and you can't leave. I think it was a cult, but I at that point there was kind of like a break in everything where they could kind of just leave. Oh, that was there. And they, that the show was over. Yeah, the show. Left. The show yes. was kind of. And was it half show? Did he own the show? Was he the executive producer? He was executive producer. There was another producer as well uh, named Kevin Burns. Okay, the, the two of them produced the show. Did yeah. half really produce it? Was he? Sitting there looking at monitors, was he editing? Was he? No, was he... no, no. He was. Uh, he would just come in like once in a blue moon to just chit chat. Yeah. So how? So were you ever on the show? Season six. Oh, okay. That's probably when I phased that. Six seasons that show had. Yeah, yeah. The se- season six is not worth watching. I'm glad you didn't see it. So it you sucked. were you were on it, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the girls were gone, or they were still there. Uh they. I think they were paying them to film with us, but they weren't very nice to us. So, but and I who's didn't, us? Uh, me and the Christina and Carissa. They were the twins that were there when I was there. Okay, so the three of you lived in the house with Hef. All three of you lived in the bedroom with him, or they had their own rooms. They had their own room, but together in one room. The two girls, yeah. the twins. Mm-hmm. Oh well, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, but they, they weren't there. Seventeen bedrooms and they're sharing. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> they weren't there very long, so. And then there were two. Then it was just half an eye, and it was weird. Because I'm used to all these people being around, and it just, yeah, it became just half an eye, and the staff less staff over the years, and and then he got older, so then I felt like I had to help take care of him, and I think that's where your kindness and generosity and caring with me oh. might come in yes so you have that personality and you have that within you i don't know if it was your mom or your dad or who instilled that in you but i i'm sure that hef he he knew he knew that when you were left oh. when you were there and they weren't thank you yeah so then, I feel like i always want to take care of people like my friends and people i care about so right now what happened with so now it's the two of you yes and he's getting older and you see it and do you have any privacy now? He still wanted to be like the man. But yes. is there a nurse? I eventually well? I eventually hired a nurse. He didn't You hired a nurse. Yeah, he didn't want anybody, but I ended up hiring somebody that was like a former military person and a guy. Yeah. That could lift him and help and yeah. Yeah. So they ended up becoming good friends. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I talk about that a little. You have to trust that person. Yeah, yeah, he was great. And how about the ring? So when did that all happen? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Where is the ring? <sighs> I still have it. Good. What do, like I don't know what to do. You don't do anything. What did you say? It was your 
engagement ring. It was your wedding ring, right? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I never. Have, re- I don't have one. No one ever asked me to marry them. So I. No one I, has. No. So I. Not well, yet. That's not true. That's not true. Someone did ask. Someone. Did I feel ask. like you would just tell everybody no. I was engaged. No, everybody. <laughs> there was not everybody. There was one guy. <laughs> hey, Michael Padula. Shout out to you. Oh. Uh, so so. He's getting older. You're the only one in the house. Yeah. How does the wedding come to be? How does oh the marriage, gosh the, the wedding proposal? was the wedding was kind of before that and he just gave me a like a music box with a ring in it. He never really asked me like, "Will you marry me?" He just kind of handed me a ring. And I, and I thought like, okay, I'm here, and you know, half once like PR wise, like the, a happy ending. Okay, it happened. I don't know. It's weird. Like thinking back, like but have, there's no footage or anything of you, or maybe there is, and I can't find it. Trying on a wedding dress. Was that PR? Did people cover that? Was it in People magazine? Um, they filmed a show about it. It called Marrying Hef for a Lifetime. And I remember Hef was making a bunch of money for that too. And I did, didn't really make For that money. network? <laughs> that wasn't that much money. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> for Lifetime? But you didn't. You didn't. Is that where your yes. show was on? Lifetime? Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's probably why I didn't find the footage. Uh, <laughs> okay so you you did the show you how many wedding dresses did they bring them in did they bring no them to the i just house? i just picked one out? i just picked the playboy publicist brought a bunch of magazines and i opened the page of the first one and i saw like a pink flowery ramona caveza was the brand and i'm like oh perfect pink like i'll pick pink because i knew i don't know it didn't feel like a real wedding it felt like i was playing make-believe or fairy tale yeah yeah. Okay. And so um, I picked a pink dress. I'm like, oh, when I get married one day for real, I'll wear a white one. Okay. Well, that's good thinking. Yeah. My honest thoughts. So <laughs> it's true, though. But a lot of people do that blush thing and this and that. You <laughs> yeah, know? Blush. It was a blush, pink blush. Yes. Crystal, you said in the house you eventually learned how to, you know, become the favorite or what you needed to do to become the favorite. Did it feel like a competition? You were. A favorite. Yes. I'm always accused of having a favorite. But you said you learned how to play the game. You learned to like what half liked. Yes. To do what half wanted. Yes. Well, that's how you become the favorite. Yeah. Just kind of, yeah, it's true. It's very true. And that's how you beat out other people for sure. And did the girls know you were doing that? Yeah, I think I just did it better than they did. And Interesting. You were natural. <laughs> yes. I mean, did you wake up in the morning like, you know what? I'm going to that movie with him and I'm going to sit right next to him and I'm going to eat the popcorn and I'm going to love it. Yes. You had to talk yourself into this. Stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll put some M&Ms in there and try that out. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. It was boring. So I just try to like, I don't know. Eventually I just, I don't know, checked out, but. At first, I thought it was kind of cool, like the old movies and yeah, yeah, in the screening room and yeah, like all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. interesting. Yeah, but it definitely it was competitive. It was catty. People were mean to each other. Did anybody steal your stuff? Uh, Clearly. yeah. Oh, yeah. I had stuff stolen. You know, have had bought me some nice things, and there it's all stolen. But I don't know if it was the other girls or some of the security. I don't know who it was. But. Wait, have bought you? Nice things. Yeah, and he bought me like that. nice luggage and like a couple purses. But, you know, all that stuff's like materialistic. And to me, I'm like not really into that stuff. But, um, you know, it was all stolen. But I'm like, I guess they needed it more than I did. Well, that's a nice way to look at it. <laughs> I have a few things that are MIA. And I'd, I'd like them back because I worked my ass off to earn them. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think maybe it's different than when it's a gift than, yeah. than when it's... So, but you got the house. You got the, you got everything. You were the wife. Yeah. Half and, I, half and I you bought won. a house. I won. <laughs> half Crystal. and I bought a house. He also, yeah. And he also like his four, he has four children mm-hmm. and his um foundation. So he like made sure everybody like the four some, kids. something that he, you know, whatever he could do for like each person. So the four children and you were taken care of. We bought a house and so that I had to sell because I got stocked. <laughs> Okay, oh, we're, oh. we're going to talk about that in part two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crystal, you made it to the top of the pyramid. Let's just say that. Thank you. You were the winner winner 
Yes. You. you made it to the top of the pyramid. All those other girls were just bottom row. <laughs> oh Thank you so much for joining me. Crystal and I certainly have left it all on the dance floor. Yes. Now, for part two, you have to go to Crystal's podcast and hear the rest of this story and how it plays out and all about her brand new book coming out January 23rd. January 23rd. The title of the book, Only Say Good Things. Now, Crystal, you kind of know the me off camera and the me hanging out and the me going to dinner. You don't really know the me television persona. I don't really say anything good. Yeah. So I I hear. So I I hear. But I'm like, I just, I just want to hang out. I don't say anything good. I don't really say anything kind. I kind of, Yes, like you it do, is. Addie. Stop. Yes, you do. All right. So I think that uh, I personally can learn a lot from Only Say Good Things. So please check it out. Order early. You can do the pre-order thing. We're going to link all the information below. Get it. You need it. Thank I you. I need it because I need, how, I need to learn how to say only good things. <laughs> I did I it for know, so it long. Kill my whole reputation. <laughs> all right, sweetie. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thanks and for having I will me. See you all next week on Leave It on the Dance Floor. ALDC Elites, thank you so very much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and give Leave It on the Dance Floor a five star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to watch each week and see exclusive behind-the-scenes content like my never-seen-before pictures and videos from the competitions, some even taken from the wings, classes at the ALDC studio in Pittsburgh, or even our iconic dance concerts, head over to Patreon or become a member on YouTube Premium, linked in the show notes each week. See you on the flip side. A Huda Media Production.